Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Live from our home in the city of champions, Inglewood, California, at SoFi Stadium, it's the Ozone. I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother, Terry Miller, a.k.a. The Icons. How's the hip? On the men. Really? Yes. You saw me explode earlier. You're throwing from 60 feet. You're on a running protocol now. I wouldn't go that far, but I'm definitely on the comeback trail. I've been sleeping like a baby, and I haven't slept in years. I've been dreaming, crazy, crazy, crazy dreams. I've been out there. I've been all over. I've been dealing with ancestors and everything else. I'm, I'm, I'm feel. There. I'm feel. He's <laughs> sick now. I'm, I'm we, got a great, we got a great episode today we want to share with you. We have uh, hopefully soon to be Hall of Fame trainer, eventually, Derek James. He's here to on the break right road. down uh, the fight with Arrows. Uh, sorry, the fight with, ooh, almost slipped up on you guys. Mm. <laughs> To break down the fight with Usyk and AJ and where both fighters should go, and also with some news. He's not at SoFi with us because he's out in Teja, but he's always with us in our hearts. Mr. Derek James, what's up, D? What's up, man? How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. How you doing? Looking good. Man, you know. I appreciate that, man. I'm happy, man. I know, y'all. Both of you guys looking good in world boxing. I don't know, I feel like a perpetrator. I don't have my shirt. so I'm, You ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you ought to be ashamed of himself. Yeah, listen, man, y'all be saying to We're going to make sure that the next time, maybe I'll be in studio. But Okay, you, know, you come in studio. I'll wear it when you come in studio. You better have a shirt on for sure. Come on. <laughs> or let him catch some ones and twos. <laughs> what he's going to do is he's going to learn what we learned at World Bad Boxing real quick. I'm going to tell me this. The biggest question that's pressing right now, is how do you feel not being able to be the team that retired Manny Pacquiao? We see that the word came out that Manny Pacquiao has retired, eight-time, uh, eight-division champion. Legend. That absolute legend. And honestly, outside of the fact that you and the team didn't get to, to get paid, I'm happy that Errol didn't retire him because I think it would have been much, much worse for him than what Ugas did. Right. I mean, on a long-term level, I really mean that. He, he got out of there with his health. He really did. He he, he got, and, and Ugas touched him up. It's not yes. like Ugas didn't touch him up. Right. But right, it, right, Ugas right. isn't he's, Errol Spence. Uh, no, Junior. he's not elite, elite. Like yeah, that. he's not A, a plus fighter. Yeah. So, so you know, I you basically kind of answered my question, answered, answered the question for me, is that I would, would have wanted to do it right, but when you think about it, look at it, you're like kind of bad that we didn't. Yeah. Because I think, I think the arrow would have that Larry Holmes syndrome, right? Right. It may be so. Exactly. It may be so. Right. The way Larry beat Ali up, yeah. everybody had him. So I think it would have been the same way because for me, I would have been telling him to get him, like, so they would have hated me also. Right. Yes. So I would have to get him, you know, because, uh, man, those fans, Pekka has some serious fans that really kind of go hard and. Worldwide. Yeah. They, they make you, you want to break his ribs, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, Manny's fans I mean, don't make me want to do that, but I, I can see not, from your perspective. You're saying, but it's like when you when you fight, they, they, I know they, what you mean, man. They get you upset. You go in there and you fight them, and listen, you go, go get him. And Arrow is not a guy that's going to speak out, but he reads everything, he sees everything, so he goes in there with a vengeance, like you know. So it's good that. And man, everything worked out the way it was supposed to. Like, it did. I, before the fight, I told Ugas, I went to the locker room. I said, Ugas, I said, listen, this has worked out perfect for you. The way everything moved and Arrow got injured, this and that. 
this is perfect for you. Seize the moment, man. Go do your best and become champ. I told him. Now, let me, let me ask you this. Can you now tell us your game plan to beat Manny Pacquiao? What was it? Well, to beat him, I was just going to really kind of just in, in a sense, what's funny about it is to treat him like Ugas did, but a little worse, like Sonny, like, you know, just uh, bump bully. Down, man. man, what really showed me he is a smaller guy. But we had like, well, every time he would try to get an angle, we just take the other angle. So, the, so we were, it was like we were going to be dancing with him, basically. Mm-hmm. You can never put him in a position to where he could capitalize on those punches. The power was in his legs and jumping in and out. So we work on the timing and reaction time. Because we don't have to be faster than Manny Pacquiao. We just have to be able to be uh, be able to react when he's reacting. So it's like um, it's all about timing, man. All about timing, all about reaction time. So not so much about his speed and never letting him be in a position to where you can throw a good shot a punch because, I mean, he's not a great defensive wizard, especially when you got him. So, I mean, you know, especially at, a, at the end of his career. He's never right. really a defensive wizard, but, but at listen, the end of his career, he's but, really but, easy but, to find. But this is the thing about it. There was never a version of Manny Pacquiao who could beat somebody as big and as skilled as Errol Spence. I agree. I, I, agree. They, I heard they said that uh, when um, Freddie Rose said this is going to be like Margarita. Like, man, what's wrong with you? Like, Think about all those guys that before. Those were slow plotters, slow feet, slow hands. The guys very skilled, but they had slow feet, slow hands. Right. This guy was a was an athlete who has technical skills also. So it's like, you know, I just think that he said like Mark Reed, I'm like man, something. You keep thinking that if you want to. Well, he had, you know, he had to sell it. And that wasn't 10, 15 years ago either. I was just about to say, and also, you know, right. Freddie talked about it years ago about Manny retiring. He sure and did. I think, and I think that that he was in a precarious position himself because right. he was going to ride with his guy because that's just like his to. son. I He's mean, supposed to. Yet at the right, same right. time, he had vocalized and planted seeds to Manny and to the fans. Like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe, you know, we, we may, we, we may want to yeah. think about going another direction with this thing. Right. And that was when your man, when he got cheated down in Australia. Right. Dude hit him hard, but but he got horn. Horn. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Horn. He beat Horn. He beat Horn, but they, you know, just because they were down there, Horn, they gave Horn the fight. So, you know, it is what it is. But one of the reasons we wanted to have you on today is there was shockwaves sent through all of boxing, but especially through the heavyweight division, the glamour division of boxing this past weekend with the Anthony Joshua Usyk fight. Now right. we had a we had a quick breakdown with Nanito Denaire. He gave us some great insight on what went right and what went wrong uh, with AJ for the fight and where he should go from here. I also watched a really great piece with uh, Derek Chisora and and uh, John, John, Fury. John Fury, Tyson Fury's dad, uh, speaking about the fight, which I also like. I love to hear experts speak about outcomes. You're an expert, and you're our expert. You're the ozone expert. <laughs> Now, did you get go. to watch oh, the fight? Oh, <laughs> In house, you <laughs> So I think that what 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 um I can't say exactly what he needs to do because he has to do the best thing for his career. I think that Usyk, I knew going in was going to be a lot faster, maybe more elusive. And I think that would be something that's more difficult because he didn't commit as much as. We thought he should have been a bigger guy. Yeah, that that's the general feeling. Yeah. I think that 
reason why he didn't really commit as much because I believe that he, you know, he had a little fear of the uh, the, the speed, man, the reaction time. I think he thought he was going to put himself in harm's way. But I think at the same time, I think that he, somebody said, like yesterday, I got tagged into some stuff from some British, you know, whatever, saying that I should be his trainer. I'm like, man, this, I don't know about all that. I'm just saying that. <laughs> He's probably, you know, there's a lot of athleticism and size can take you so far. Just like the Clisco's that come get, you know, um, trained by, um, you know, Manny somebody in America. Manny Stewart, I think that, it's, I think that they, they ran their course. You know, um, and that may be the chance for time for them to come to America and, you know, venture out. And I'm not saying I'm the guy because I'm not, I'm not the guy, but I'm just saying I think that for him, he has to do something. Yeah, I mean, I, we spoke about the same thing because, to me, his corner let him down because they didn't make adjustments during that fight. It didn't seem like they needed to make – they made the adjustments that needed to be had at that time. You saw him having right. problems, and they just told him to be smart. It wasn't anything yeah. technical. And with that, Usyk never changed his plan. He never came right. off of plan A, and Joshua never had an answer except for to be smart. Yeah. So he's right. learning on the job, and then you run into this problem. And you know what? Be smart means don't throw anything. Be smart is to say just exactly what I said earlier, that he didn't want to put himself in harm's way. Don't get knocked that, out. That's right. That's being smart to him. So I think that. Now, let me, wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you. Is that being smart to him or is that being smart to them, meaning his corner? That being smart to his corner, which in turn, let him know that meant don't commit yourself to anything. And that's don't a problem. Don't throw as many more than one or two punches at a time because at the same time they really realize that hey man don't put don't get knocked out that's basically what they were saying yeah they say don't get knocked out would you rather lose I'd rather get knocked out think about this he has to live with his his, his, uh, performance he does he has to live with the fact that he didn't give it his all no and it was clear it was this is what we were talking about this is the problem with everybody because you know he didn't give his all. It's not like he. It's not like Usyk beat the best version of AJ. No, Usyk was clearly the better fighter. Yes, that's not even better boxer by far. Boxer, he was a better fighter. He was a better man that night. Yes, there's no top to bottom. He beat him soup to nuts, as they say. Yeah, he beat the brakes off Anthony Joshua. But when you've watched Anthony Joshua fight in the past, and you see the Anthony Joshua that showed up there, you saw a timid giant, and you saw somebody who was. It was very disappointing. Right. To see that. It was a puzzle out there, and there was like a thousand-piece puzzle. And he was just like starting right. on number one or two in the... In the <laughs> he was just like on the right. third piece in the 12th yeah. round. Just like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. And you know what Chisora said that was interesting in that interview? He said... What did he say? He said, you know, he told Joshua. He told Joshua. He said, I'm telling you, he hits harder than it looks like he hits. Yeah. That's what, he, that's what uh-huh. Chisora told him. Uh-huh. And and they talked about the the, the Chisora's game plan. And Chisora said, my game plan was to, was to bully him. He goes, I wanted to rough him up. And that's what I did. And that's what John Fury was like, that's what my game plan would have been if I would have told AJ, you got to throw everything at this dude. Rough right. him up. Because it sounds like the same theory that you were talking about imposing on Pacquiao. Exactly. That he should have right, done. Right. You got a son and you got to let him know you're a smaller guy. Yeah. His, 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 his advantage is his speed and his athleticism. You have to take that away from him. And make him, and it was funny, you said a timid giant, and that just made me think about 
Senior suck a lot. You remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate Giant. And he was. But the Chocolate Giant had to wake up in the film, and he never woke up in this film, unfortunately. He never woke up, and that was the crazy part. And and you're talking about you he, you saw him turn it on. What was it? Round four like through eight. Four to, yeah, like 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 five to eight. Some four to eight. He was affected to I the had, body. I had to fight even after eight. Yeah, I really did. I had to fight even after eight. There was a couple close rounds. The fight was even after eight, which makes it even worse. What Derek is talking about having to live with yourself because that means in the championship rounds you just you rolled over. You rolled over. You didn't well, show up. That, it was it wasn't that he rolled over. It was see. It, it, this is the thing about it. This was like a smart guy, smart enough to know that there's nothing you can tell your fighter to do in a fight that you didn't tell him in the gym. Mm-hmm. You got to work on. So if something he needed to do in the fight that they didn't touch bases on, he lost the fight before he got in the ring. Right. Mm-hmm. Like getting his nose so, broke, it looks like it, because it looked like he got his nose broke, and he said he couldn't see after the ninth round. And he didn't know what had happened. And he's asking them or whatever. He's telling them that he can't see, but he doesn't know what's going on. Well, yeah, it's like, if you if you look at it like this, if you get into a fight, like for me, I want to touch all bases. I want my guys to know that, uh, and I'm like, like, remember we did this, remember we did that? And like, okay, yeah. So it's like, they know what, because I want to touch every base, right? And the only thing they kept saying was be smart. So they were just like, don't get knocked out. That, that's the translation. And that's not encouraging. As that the- is not encouraging. And that's what don't, Nanito don't said. Same thing Nanito Donaire said. He said, you work on stuff when you're in training. As a boxer, you memorize stuff. And that's it sounds right. like what you're saying is, is then you get a keyword that's a callback. You're right. like, oh, yeah. It's a trigger. And yeah, it's a trigger. That's it. That's it. And he right. never had that. He he worked on not on being smart, <laughs> being smart, not yeah. getting knocked out. Now, what are they telling him? Now, you know, you got a weak chin, AJ, mate. So so be smart. Like when you hear me say that, tuck your chin in, right? And that sounds like that's what they're trying to tell him instead right. of him getting out there and being a bigger man and imposing his will on him. Because honestly, what could Usyk do if he imposes his will on him at six six? And Usyk then, even said it yeah. afterwards. He said that he hit me with a few shots that sent me to Elon Musk, <laughs> but I came back quickly. Right, he, right, he, right. he even said it. He said he hit me with a couple shots. But, you know, and the thing about it, too, is that and if if he imposes will on him, he would have to deal with that size. Yes. And forget about all the others. You got to deal with that size. Then not to mention, you're leaning on him, you're laying on him, you're hitting him with those I think shots. he might have laid on him once. Hey, well, listen, man. Oh, man. Usyk already isn't, wasn't a heavyweight. No. So you would then have right. to carry AJ's 250 plus his 220 that he's not used to carrying. Right, yes. right, right. 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 I really like what George Foreman said. And and yes. I don't know if you saw it or not, D, but George Foreman no. had a great uh, great uh, uh, saying. He said, he said, matter of fact, I'll read it to make sure that I, I quote Big George properly. But, yeah, it was just very, very anticlimactic and disappointing to watch somebody with that kind of potential and everything else. Because even in defeat, he's still gracious and humble. But you know that he could do a lot better than what he showed. And I feel like the British, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't seem like they have that hunger or that next level, that that, that extra gear that you need to hit that we have in the States. I don't know. Well, 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 I think that it comes from a lot of uh, pain and sorrow. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and you channel that. More, a little bit more pain and sorrow is more relevant. It's more, I think about this. In, in the UK, they released their slaves a 
a lot more earlier than that. Yeah. Yes. And he may not even be a descendant of slavery because at the point they, they, they took over certain parts of Africa, so they had a free ride. You can come over here and live or do whatever, so right. he could be a descendant of that. And I'm not going to say all British because I'm not going to say that. that no, no, no. I'm not generalizing all British fighters, but... But what they, I'm saying is I think that, I think that when you... They have rough, tough neighborhoods and toughness over there, but I think that the difference is when you come from that type of adversity, that type of pain, that type of sorrow, you always have something to dig deep on. And you think about this. If he did not... See, like, to dig deep is something different because, listen, if I have to dig deep, what do I have to go back to? All that pain, that sorrow, this adversity. Mm-hmm. But that digging deep is, you know, maybe I, it's not it's not as bad. Right, right, right. right. That, that may be his issue. Plus, he's probably worth about fifty-six million. Well, million this is this is what we this is what I said. Yeah. I think it's more of that than anything, and this is why I think that if he's not gonna commit, change his corner, and commit to being who he is, who, who the best version of him as a fighter is, he should just retire because. He's got he's mega paid. He got yeah. mega paid. They said he lost he fifteen million out. for losing. Oh, really? Uh huh. Wow. Well, what did you say? He lost fifteen million for losing. How did he lose fifteen million? I have no idea. I was reading an article in a British paper, but they said that from something with the pay per view, whatever. I don't know if it's in a, a contractual yeah. situation or Maybe something. There was a bit of a wager on the uh-huh. line, but, but he, he lost fifteen million for losing the fight. He lost. So are they having a rematch? Yeah, yeah they're having a rematch. He's saying he wants a rematch immediately, like uh, February, March. Yeah. Which I don't I don't think is I think it's I think it's smart. I think that he is a guy who learns fast. And I one of the things that I like about him is that he's a rich dude that actually seems like he likes the fight. And he says that yeah. he likes the fight. Yeah. It's just that he's got to get with the proper team to actually take him to that next level. But because that's what I'm saying. And he's gonna go back with the same I team. don't know if he is though. I don't know. We'll see, see, we'll see I, if, they, if they call Dare. It look, but let's hear what George Foreman okay. said real quick. Let me while I got this pulled up. <laughs> Big George said AJ seemed afraid. He lost his identity. Should I be cautious? Go twelve, or should I attack with my power? Usyk, typical Southpaw. If you won't hit me, I'll be. I'll reward you by hitting you. I'll move forward and I'll hit you. Something's wrong. Uh, not AJ. He took his punishments. Who are you, AJ? He seems confused, and I've been there. Too many people in his ear. Make up your mind and be yourself a puncher. And that's coming from really Big George, the greatest knockout artist that the sport has ever seen. Yes. I would right, say even right. more so than Deontay. Oh, yeah, because he put quality opponents down. Oh, look at that. No, I'm not going to do it. I saw that. Ah, uh, you saw it? There's a lot of black aggression from slavery for my brother. He, he, he takes it out on animals. It's unfortunate. We saw a beetle the other day, and I had to almost call the ASPCA on him. A beetle is an animal? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. He killed this Beetlejuice up, and now here's a butterfly. He let him get a pass. I let him breathe. You, man. Let him breathe. I let him breathe. He called out. He called something out at me, and I've been working on myself now, man. Oh, that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. But 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 to go along with what we're saying, though, it seems like it's clear to everybody but him in his corner. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You got dumped, man. I don't big dumb. I don't know if his corner actually believes in him. That's my problem because mm-hmm. I don't just like you're committed to your fighters. That may be, that may, that may be true. Uh-huh. I don't believe because they seen him get hurt before, but I don't know any heavyweight that has never not been hurt. You know, you get that's part you of the get hurt fighting. This is a part of the the, the game that you get hurt, right. especially so, the bigger the guys are. And he looks oh, he I, just I, he just looks so bad when he gets hurt because his footwork is not together. First and foremost, you you, you see, you know what I, you know what I think too. I think that. They know him better than anybody else, first mm-hmm. of all. But at the same time, the security that you give them is to master his defense. The security that you give him 
to where giving his, his machismo back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, That's what he's missing. That's what he's he's missing the swagger. If, if I know I can block your shots, if I know I'm a, my defense is going to hold me up, why would I be afraid to do anything? Why would I stop? Think about this. That was the same thing that happened to Mike Tyson, right? Mike Tyson was hitting people; he didn't want to get hit back. Mm-hmm. So that that's what that's what the that's what the discrepancy was at the end of his career. He was like, "Man, hey, you know, he hit me back. I don't have my head moving, I don't have my foot movement, all those things that I had before. Nobody's helping me, making me go over that, and do that. So it's like it all falls back on the training, man. I don't, and I'm not gonna say you should leave the people. I'm just gonna say they should go to school. I am. Get <laughs> I am. I'm gonna say they should leave him. You should leave him ASAP because. They, they, they should go to school and get education. <laughs> yeah. Very well, true. One of the things that I like that Jazura and John Fury said, honestly, is they talked about how the entire cast of boxing has been helped by AJ. They were really, I was really surprised right. to hear that they were like, John Fury was like, first and foremost, we need to cut AJ some slack. Just if nothing else, because the boxing world has all benefited from a guy that can sell out 70 or 80,000 seats. Yes. He's like, right. he said, myself included, my son included, Derek included. He's like, everybody. And uh, Derek means Chisora. Now, he didn't name check yes. you. <laughs> but he was just saying, he was like, you know, this guy, this is a situation where the high tide raises all boats. Right. And we actually, on a, it, what I gathered from the way, from reading in between the lines of what he was saying was, in a certain way, we actually want AJ to be successful. Yes. You know, to a certain they degree. They have to have him be successful. Right, right. That's right. They have to. So, because you're never going to worry about AJ losing out ticket sales or anything else to some no. YouTubers or anything like that. No. He's right, good for right. the sport. Still. Even, still. Still. People, if right. they, they, people line, right? They will fill up so far if he came and he was fighting here. That's the heavyweight champ. Yes. Right. Right. Because he, because he has, he has the star power. He's got star power. But, He's such a big guy. He's a handsome guy. Yep. That does make a big difference. And so I think that that's the big deal. I mean, man, he's going to come in there and he's going to fight. I think that he has to find himself. And he, I mean, that's why coming back so fast may, be, may, may not. It could be good or it could be bad. It's, and it will reveal itself on fight night. I think it's right. going to be bad. I think it's, it's bad for me. Mean. I know, but I think it it'll, it'll be bad because then they're going to find a way for him not to get his fight. That's but this is the thing about it too, though. I think that he's gonna have to sleep with this. Yes. Every night, right? And so, in him sleeping with this, it may be so clear that he may just jump back in there and say, "Okay, I know what I got to do, and go do it." Because I mean, listen, man, we live in an era where social media rules everything, and there's never been an era in in the history of sports or life that has been like that. Like I said, a, a writer from Philly to talk about me, and I would never know it. I talk right. About him. No, but today they're going to talk about you. They're going to tag you in it. So it's like you know immediately. So he's having to face and deal with all this, all this adversity. But I think that at the same time, I think that he has to suck it up. Know this part of the game. Go look at his bank account a couple of times. Yeah, smile. Go sit, go sit in his car and just lay in that thing. Just, <laughs> okay, and then, you know, some really, butter soft leather. Like right, whatever it is that inspires him to go get it and to let him know. Hey man, I'm doing this for my family. Whether it's you know you, you reference your, your ancestral, whatever it is, to get it motivated. The country of Nigeria, yeah. yeah, you got to go get it. Gotta yeah, go get it. Or you got to wrap it up. Yeah, or you need to wrap it. Because up. the other thing, the other option is is to go in there and get hurt. Because yeah, if right. you you go out there with Usyk again, Usyk has respect but no fear of you, and he has complete confidence 
that as somebody who's fought his whole life versus AJ who picked it up later, right? the only advantage that AJ had over him is size. Yes. And he right. made him smaller. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's, there's that, you know. But see, you've added the elements that he knows that he needs to correct. I just watched another interview with him speaking about it already. He's just talking AJ about AJ. AJ was talking about literally the walk to the he's he, he welcomes fighting in the Ukraine because he knows that fighting in the Ukraine is not like fighting in front of 70,000, 75,000 people. Whereas it takes you where it takes you 10 minutes to get to the stage to fight where he's got to kiss babies and everything. I I was I I, if you you look on my Twitter, I said it as soon as it started. I I don't know about this, all this pomp and circumstance. The guy was out there kissing grandmothers, kissing babies. Like he's running for president. He's, he's got he's, he's like a rock star. He's got AJ and Pyrotechnic, Sweet Caroline, all this junk. Well, what I would say is this. That's all bad, but I would not go to Ukraine and fight either. Yeah, man, you ain't going to win no decision. Would <laughs> you know that? Not only that, man, you better bring your own food, your own chef, and your own. Yeah, everything. that's Listen, true. Think about what I did when he went to, when he went to go fight. Povetkin over yeah, there. Yeah, it was like, Yeah. And they were like, they tested dirty. Everybody tests dirty over there. Yes. We come over there and fight the fighters. And so it's like, you just never can. Um, yeah, get that, that fair shake. Well, and, trust those- yeah. And, but now he's thirsty. And this is what happens when you get thirsty. Now you're willing to go right. anywhere. Right, you're right. You're right. You're willing to fight on the freeway if you got to to get your belts back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Middle of traffic. <laughs> be like, hey man, right. and now everybody mad at you because you done blocked up traffic out here. But, right, the, yeah. but, but the thing of it is that maybe that's what he needs. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever it takes that he needs to get it done, he needs to get it done because he has right. too much potential. Especially if he's saying if he's saying the right things, which I heard him say. I like the fight. It's very rare right. to hear somebody like him that's a multi millionaire makes brings in more money than everybody saying how much he likes to fight and how much he likes to learn how to fight, and then. Watch him go out there and perform like that. I mean, six right. months in training camp, and that's what you come out with? You can't come out there. You came out with that weak track. You came out with this. <laughs> you been you in the studio, 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 studio for a year. You've been in the studio for a year. Is this what you came out with? And you came out with this weak <laughs> single? Hey, if you think about it like this, too. Didn't even have a hot beat. Didn't even have a hot he, beat. He, come on, he man. Said, <laughs> he saying what he was supposed to say. So he was like, think about it. He's supposed to say that. He's supposed to say, I like to fight. And then get in the ring. What what you do is what who you are. What you do is who you are. So if you say you like to fight, but you get in the ring, you don't throw any punches. That shows lack of confidence. That shows um, uh-huh. that you confused. That you know because it's like why, if you know who you are, you can go get it. But right? see the, what the interview that I'm talking about was him afterwards with his face all beat up and everything else. That's what he was saying. This was well, that's what I'm saying. That, that's the point I'm making too. You can say everything, especially since you went through a storm and you saw what it is. I like to fight. Well, you just got out of the ring ten minutes ago. You didn't show that. <laughs> you didn't so show it. I think that. I think that. You showed that that's, you enjoy getting he's beat up. Saying what he's, he's saying what he's supposed to say. I like to fight, but I didn't throw any punches. So it's like those that that doesn't even that yeah. didn't go together. And that's this is how you get legend status. Yes, is because fight. Manny Pacquiao has never ever had to say I like to fight. Everybody is like because you watch the fight and and, and you see him like get hit <laughs> he and he's like yeah start banging his head like, oh. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like come on he's like, like man this guy really likes to fight yes. he likes to mix it up even when he gets right. knocked out he's like uh-huh. yeah, wow that's a good shot got that little weird it. smile on his face yeah, everything like yeah. wow this is crazy yeah, right wild. just like Evander Evander was the only oh, the, the same thing he got hit 
And you can see him just like, oh man, this is what I came here for. Just light up, man. Yeah. Light up. <laughs> the, the switch come on, like, okay. Right, yeah. That's right. You're right about that. So play rough. I play rough. I'm rough house. I'm rough house. I'm out here in this Tarzan movie. You sleep. I think what he had to say and what meant, like, listen, man, he's playing a role. That's what I'm scared of. But the thing is, is I watched his fights. He wasn't always playing a role. No, he wasn't. And And I'm, let me get started. I mean, mean, he's playing a role after the fight. He's saying what he had to say now. All those other fights, I think he's upset. He's the same. He's embarrassed, probably. Of course, he very knows much what so. He did, but he know that he was very apprehensive. But you know, that's what it was. But go ahead, what you were saying. I just wanted to clear that up. And I said he playing a role, not a role to being a fake boxer. No, no, like, no, no, no. No disrespect. Was he saying what he probably needed to say just to get past that situation? You know, that's yeah, get saying. this press conference over with so we can keep moving. Right. You know, it's an, it's, a, it's an identity check, and he's he's right, in a, he's a, he's right now he's at a heart check. It's right now he's at the he's at the heart doctor, and he's got to figure right. out if he wants this or not. Right. And my like my it. concern is, I like him too a lot. Uh-huh. But, and my my concern is is that he will continue to move forward because it's what he thinks he should do, or what people are pushing him to do. And right. if he does that, and he's not in it, if he's not really real about it. You just be seeing a whole bunch of knockout reels on YouTube of him. It's gonna go the wrong way, which is gonna tarnish the people he did knock out. Yes, because right. all those guys—that's like the Liam White. What he was saying before the fight, he was like, "He's not gonna let this little dude do no, nothing because he he mopped Dillian White up." And and, know, that, and but that's and the whole thing. and Joseph guys. Parker and all the you know because one of the things that almost like a parallel of what I think that him and and Errol do is that they fight the top tier fighters. He always had a bunch of mandatories that he had to fight, the top right, 10 right. guys, and he had to fight right. them all the time. You guys actually go out and fight these guys, whereas not to put Deontay Wilder down, but he didn't ever fight any of those guys. Like, did, How long was White waiting to Man. fight Wilder? Like, like three, three, or four four year, years. three or four years? The and stuff BBC like, played right. him out. Yeah, you know, and Joshua fought him. Joshua fought to come. Joshua fought, you can name it, Joseph Parker. You know, we can keep naming these top fighters that he fought, and Obviously, if you fight the best fighters, you're going to get into some tussles. But you also need to be prepared. So you can't get caught up in the pomp and circumstance and the selling of the show as the fighter. And it looks like that's what he got caught up in in a lot of ways. Because even his team, I just, you know, I know that Eddie Hearns and them want the win. But do they do or are they doing well, everything see, that they need to do? I don't, I don't think it's Eddie do? Hearn, to be honest. I don't think so either. But I'm it, just saying, but he's a part of the team. Corner. But he's a part of the team. No, no. But Eddie Hearn wants him to win. He that, definitely wants him to win. Even, no, no. That's his, that's, well, that's yeah, his man. That, that's his main man. But I'm saying, but Eddie Hearn is a part of the team. So we can't just, like, take a part of the team out and act like they're not there. I'm not trying to put it on Eddie Hearn. I'm just saying that everybody needs to be working together. <laughs> See, you know what you're talking about, man. It's this guy right here, man. I'm listening to him. Hey, look, I got caught up in not being on the show, but listening to you, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Come on in, man. You know so. This is where we go. Yeah, we got to go deep because I honestly feel, you know, everybody always looks at the biggest thing for Joshua is that Joshua is the face of that team. You yes, know what I'm but, saying? Yes, but so it is he, a team. Uh, but it is a team. He has to take all the responsibility. So he got the loss, and we say stuff about his trainers and stuff like that, but they're actually in the background. He can walk right by me right now. I wouldn't know who the dude was. Right, right, right. You know, AJ is the one that's got to eat all of this. You got to eat all the stuff that people talking about him and everything. Yep. But right, there's actually right, a machine that's working behind him that needs to be working on the same page that he's on. You know what right. I'm saying? If 
when did you when you're training your fighters and if they're not if you guys don't agree with something there has to be a meeting in the minds if i'd say if they're saying okay we're going to stay away from it you're going to just throw one or two we're going to be smart i was like hey man listen don't you think i should just you know press him a little bit put, put it put it on him no 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 right. no <laughs> you're good mate <laughs> you're cheating, right. man. Well, that's, that's what I'm you're right and look, every now and then you always gotta you gotta sun him. Every now and then just push him, let him know. He never even pushed him. No, he never you pushed gotta, him. You gotta handle him, man. You gotta. Usyk came out him. and came right to the center of the square circle. Like, let's do this. What? Bam! Johnny on the spot. He should have just took off. Yeah, and he would be like, okay, let me get on. You know the, let me get on my I bike. Maybe I need to find my horse and get around this ring because this fella might put me to sleep. Because not to knock Usyk, he's a great fighter, but he's a cruiserweight. Yeah. Right. And, and he just and these are super heavyweights. These aren't even regular heavyweights. These are super heavyweights. Like when Muhammad <laughs> Ali and all these dudes were fighting, they were nowhere near 218, 220. Yeah, 218, 220. These dudes are 270, 250. You know, how right. much did he come and in as? He came in 240. 240. He came, he was down. Came in at 241. But after the weigh in? I don't know if it, any of that changed because they don't have a weight limit. So I don't think he's well, like heavy, he heavyweights don't really do that. They, yeah. they really eat. Yeah, he just, they just walk around. He just walk around with the big man on you. The big man. What can I do? That's all I know how to give you. He had 240. He wanted to be a little faster and light on his feet, you know. So that's what that was all about. Speed, more athleticism, more agility. Now, did you he agree liked. with that? Yeah, I do. But he's still bigger than the guy. Cause he, yeah, he he's still 20 pounds bigger than him. Regardless if you're bigger than him and you use your will or you impose your will on him, you still have to be able to react to what he's doing to you. Uh-huh. And if you're a bigger guy, slower guy, he's already going to be slower now. Mm-hmm. 1,000%. But at least give yourself more of an advantage to where you're not so slow that you can't, you know, um, react to what he's doing. Right. Well, it's always a pleasure. What do you got going on in your stable over there at the World Class Boxing hey, Gym? We got, some, we got some stuff. Listen, we have some stuff going on I can't talk about. Oh, Top secret. <laughs> the secret sauce. But but you'll see here in the next couple, you know, maybe a month or so. Okay. You see doing some other stuff. I'm working with another fighter. Okay. And so, um, yeah, I'm working with another fighter, man. So, you know. So, we got some announcements the, coming. Yeah, the big fight coming up. Awesome. Okay. And so, I'm working with a new guy, and I, I can't say who it is, but, you know, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to that. Don't another tell him to be smart. Another, and listen, listen, <laughs> I, I listen. Be smart and go get it. <laughs> go get it. <laughs> no, so no, we um got another another guy, another another title fight coming up. So it's like it's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's great, man. We just come out here and take take advantage of the situation. We you know they presented us with something. Even though he worked, he number you know he worked to be number one in the world or whatever. But you know it's time. Oh, that's awesome. Your time. Now, one more thing. Before you get What's out of that? Dodge, Tyson, Fury, Wilder 3, who do you have? I'm always Team USA all day. I've been watching a little bit what uh, Deontay Wilder's been doing, and he looks really good. Okay. Yeah, I think that we'll see how it works. In live action. Fight time. We'll see. Every, everybody looks amazing on the bag in the mix, right? Mm. But I think that, but I really believe in him and the situation. I believe that he did something, and they worked on something, and I think he's gonna go out there and he's gonna do his thing. But I think at the same time, I think that he has to say, "Man, you gotta be somebody different." 
Got to be somebody be. different. Yeah. And if anything, I think that he benefited from this time. From from right, right, right. he was going to healing jump right mentally into, and physically. Yeah, because he was going to jump right into a rematch that was going to go completely the wrong way for him. Right. Right. Yeah. But not with no changes. Like, no. On, yeah. Come on, man. It, it really and still make- busted up. I mean, he got beat. He caught a beating. Takes a long time to yeah. heal from that kind of thing. He didn't. It right. wasn't a Usyk right. Joshua beating. No, no, this no, was no. A, he caught a beating, a severe beating from a two hundred and seventy-five pound man with, that went out there with the intent of hurting you. Yes, he went right. with the you intent look. of saying, "I mean, it's not going to the judges." Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I'm very, I'm very interested to see what happens in that fight. Derek James, always a pleasure to have you in the Ozone. We hope when you make uh-huh. your big announcement, you come back and you you include us in it. Yeah, give us love. I mean, I love you guys. You we love you too. <laughs> in that studio, man. That's all I'm talking you about. You got to tell us when you're coming out west. It's extra crispy. The backdrop back is, listen, the next time I'm on the show, if I'm not in the camp, I'm in the studio. Come I'm on, man. That's right. why we ready. 40. We got some people down there yeah. with some stopwatches. You know, it's a training you facility can, that you love. Yeah, you can run a route or two, you know. Hey, hey, we'll I'm call not, some people. I'm a not a route runner, but I throw a combination every now and then. Ah! <laughs> as long as they don't me. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't have a shirt on. We might have to let. No. Hey, man, this, this, man, we gonna, hey, if I, the next time I see him, <laughs> he made threats to the whole world. We're going to have a serious problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the O out of the O. <laughs> so much violence. I know, right? This is aggressive, man. man. You aggressive black men. You Americans, you Americans should go to the UK and oh, be God. smart. Be smart in the UK. <laughs> Send you to another solar system. <laughs> Thank you, too. Don't take me to Elon Musk. <laughs> Derek yeah, yeah. James, always appreciate you. We love you, man. Talk to you soon. Take care of yourself. Peace. Thank you. Goodbye, yeah. It's over. He it's decided. Over, Just like this episode of The Ozone is over, folks, tune in to our YouTube channel. Call in if you have anything that you'd like to add. We can reach us at 424-254-ZONE. That's 424-254-9663. And I'll leave you with a quote from Mr. Josh Ship. Perseverance is stubbornness with a purpose. Find your purpose, folks. We're in this thing together, and we have to take care of one another because the world is upside down now. I'm your host, Omar Miller, and this is The Ozone. Ozone.